Fintech Australia and Tier 1 People present the 2022 People's Choice Awards. The Finney's Award, where the Australian fintech community gets to decide the winner. Make sure to join us on the 23rd of June, 2022 in Melbourne for the industry's most prestigious awards event. Slip or finalists in this year's People's Choice Award for Fintech Organization of the Year. Well, Paul, congratulations to you and Slip for making it to the People's Choice Awards finals. Um, this is the award that the fintech community gets to, gets to decide. How are you guys feeling about making the final? Thanks, Dexter. Thanks for having me on today. It's, it's great to catch up with you again. Uh, look, we're very chuffed. I mean, it's the first time we've been up, uh, put ourselves up for an award and first time we've made the final. So uh, making it in three categories is um, more than surprise and delight. So we're, we're feeling very fortunate and the team's very excited about um, getting the results, but also, you know, just relishing the journey as we um, go through this next phase of our business. But it's, yeah. it's super exciting. We're very, very chuffed to, to be amongst some great fintechs in Australia. Awesome. Now, believe it or not, you were episode six, I think, of the podcast. It was over two years ago that we featured Slip. We've now done 160-odd hundred, shows later, and here we are talking about Slip again. <laughs> um, so to, to jog, jog our, our listeners' memories, uh, could you tell us a little bit about what Slip does and the, the problem that you solve? Yeah, well, uh, absolutely. We we solve simplistic terms. We're putting an end to paper receipts and plastic loyalty cards. I think we can all relate as consumers ourselves to the pain around, you know, having to manage paper receipts, whether it be for returns, uh, warranties, tax claims, expense claims. You know, the list goes on around. You know that 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 painful piece of paper and what it can be used for, um, and so. Starting with the receipt is our first proposition that we have in market. Um, we yeah, effectively are bringing not only receipts into the, the digital world but into the smart world. So working with the four major banks and the, the major retailers in the country, um, our, our new technology that we've released in market will allow customers to walk in and pay with the tap of their card, whether it be the, the plastic card or their phone or their watch. It's form factor agnostic. Um, but, yeah, it's really seamless because the customers just simply pay at any slip-enabled retailer as they normally do, and they can walk out, they tap and walk, and, and moments after that transaction, in a matter of seconds, they'll receive a notification from their banking app letting them know that they have a fully itemised uh, digital receipt, which we call a slip smart receipt, um, linked to their banking app. So, you know, it's 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 sitting inside the existing app of the user, the banking app of the user, so they don't have to download another app. And as I say, we're really leveraging the existing muscle memory of that customer in that they don't have to change their behavior at the point of checkout, mm. um, which we know is very hard to do with consumers. So it's literally business as usual for the customer, tap and walk, and and seconds later they'll receive a push notification from their banking app letting them know that they have a fully itemized smart receipt in there. So that's that's the, the slip smart receipt, and then uh, we're evolving that proposition uh, this year, later this year, which will allow customers to link um, their, their, their loyalty cards um, into their bank card. So 
this is what we call payment link loyalty, or in, in our case, our product's called One Tap Loyalty, which will allow customers to simply link their, their different merchant loyalty programs into their bank card and be able to tap and walk as they do wow. with the smart receipt, tap and walk to get their loyalty points as they walk out. So it's a bit of a game changer on a, on a few fronts for, yeah. for customers and also unlocking value for, for merchants yeah. or retailers and, and banks for that matter. Yeah. So um, Google and Apple Pay must be <laughs> a bit unhappy with you guys. Then. <laughs> well, it's, it's a funny one because, you know, really we, we act as Switzerland in this broad ecosystem. Right. Uh, Dexter's, you know, we, you know, we operate on the fundamentals that everybody needs to win and, you know, the customer is at the centre of the universe for us and, and, our, and our partner's universe being banks, mm. being, uh, you know, merchants or retailers uh, and Apple Pay, you know, and, and Google Pay, we actually, you know, augment that tap and go experience using the phone or the watch. So while the receipt doesn't land in your Apple or your Google Pay, Google Pay app, which is not highly trafficked at the moment, um, it does land in the customer's, you know, core banking app, which yeah. is obviously, you know, huge engagement and scale and and trust, which is really important part of our proposition. Um, and obviously very contextual, which is where they go to do their banking and um, manage their finances. So it feels like, you know, while we're not directly uh, linking into to Apple Pay and their apps, um, we will augment that that entire customer experience. Mm. Now, um. I was going to ask you who your customers were. You, you kind of touched on that a bit, but I think there's a um, there's a huge claim for for Slip when it comes to talking about customers because Mondust, I think if I remember correctly, when we first had you on the podcast, Slip was the very first fintech in Australia to work with all four big banks. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, and I suppose our, our sort of initial proposition being the smart receipt. Uh, it requires standardization. And so, uh, you know, in the way in which we're delivering the receipt, i.e. by the by the customer's banking app and that seamless customer experience that wraps around that, um, required us obviously to get the banks on board and also importantly um, had to be a standardized approach. And if you think about different standards that are and different platforms in Australia that have been a collaboration between the banks, you know, like FPOS or new payments platform, Back in the day, BPay, you know, mm. this was a collaboration between the banks, but was, you know, from legislation or regulation from the from the government to, to mandate these new uh, standards in market. I suppose where we're unique and, you know, really pioneering something that the team, me and the team are really proud about is uh, first time in Australian history where we've been able to get the collaboration and obviously the investment, which is a really important the capital injection mm. to build the technology yeah. and the platform to scale it out, but also you know, the partnership with the banks to distribute the product and to standardise the product. So it's kind of a new way of doing things and uh, hopefully a better way as we're, we're hopefully to find out soon. Um, but, um, yeah, I think it's um, definitely a unique position we find ourselves in and not something that we take for granted. Awesome. And are you kind of focused solely on Australia or are you looking to go global with this technology? Australia is our obviously our home ground and our initial market, and I think you know we're still rolling out to Australia. So as we get to the as we hit you know market adoption tipping point, that will be a catalyst for us to start you know really getting uh, getting a look in other markets and, and and uncovering what the different intricacies of the markets are. I think one of the things we're fortunate about having Australia as our home ground is that you know Australia is really a good breeding ground for two sided networks. You've seen that with mm. um, some of the recent 
uh, fintechs that have really taken the world by storm, in, in particular the buy now, pay later sphere where, you know, it was really – Aussies love new technology. They love yeah. trying new things. They've got a high penetration of mobile use. And, you know, we have a, a large enough and material enough size market that the rest of the world can take notice. I suppose, again, one of the unique advantages of starting this in Australia is that, you know, you have a fairly high concentration or low fragmentation of the banking market. Mm. So for us to be able to distribute a, a standard to market in partnership with those four banks, we get significant coverage, well yeah. over 80% coverage, which ultimately will drive a, you know, a, make it more attractive for merchants to come to the platform as well. Yeah. So it kind of um, helps us solve that chicken and egg challenge early. But absolutely, we have very bold global ambitions, but also ruthlessly focused on delivering this for Australia first. Yeah. So with the initial slip product, um, there's not a great deal of competition there, but obviously on the loyalty side, there's an awful lot of competition. How have you differentiated yourself on, on that side? Yeah, as, as you mentioned, the, the slip smart receipt being a standard, um, you really can only have one, uh, a single player that can deliver that standard yeah. in a unified approach to market. So uh, while it's taken us a very long time to get to the start line, to, to build the, the platform and to get the industry collaboration in place, um, that puts us in really good stead. I think, you know, we think of loyalty really just as a an add-on to our, mm. our smart receipt capability. So, um, you know, imagine, you know, if you think about it, it's just we we want to really augment what the smart receipt can be used for. So, um, you know, initially it's for a proof of purchase. Then we build in uh, offers, rewards, and loyalty on top of the yeah. receipt to really surprise and delight customer, but also build a digital um, bridge, so to speak, um, for merchants to re-engage that customer. So I think where we're unique, um, you know, looking wrapping all that up is where we're providing merchants and consumers a brand new channel that's been, until Slip came about and until today has been completely off limits and that's the the customer's banking app. Yeah. And so building not only a really broad scale of network, opening a new channel, a new digital touch point to connect uh, merchants and consumers and their consumers together, but also doing that in a trusted environment as well is really important. So I think we're really well placed and uniquely placed to um, to drive customer uptake and to unlock value for our ecosystem of, of partners. Awesome. Now, um, one of the, I, I guess, you know, other critical components of, you know, making it to the finals has to be the people and talent within your organisation. And I think we can all agree that this is probably the, the biggest challenge that's facing every fintech at, at the minute is is talent. Um, so I'd love to chat with you a little bit, Paul, about how Slip has gone about bringing in high, you know, the talent, being able to scale the business. Um, what, what innovative approaches have you, you done to try and overcome that challenge? Yeah, look, I think, you know, we're not alone. It's, it's a general theme. Uh, you'd know better than anyone in your space, you know, finding great talent um, with the borders locking down and what have you, it's been a challenge. Um, and then obviously now we're going through a lull in terms of um, the capital markets and the funding um, availability to, to earlier and scale-up stage companies. But um, so I think we're, we've come off a little bit in that respect. But, you know, in the eye of the storm, um, it was it was a challenge for us. And I think we were really fortunate in terms of the timing of our of our raise and having the the four major banks as, as partners, um, as I mentioned earlier, as capital uh, investors, but also as, as strategic distribution partners as well. Um, you know, so for us, I think we have a pretty unique offering to to 
to say the least, in terms of you know our value proposition to to prospective employees. So we've been really lucky to be able to attract top tier talent. Mm. Um, not to say that it's been easy, but we we have been very, fairly fortunate in that we have you know the backing and the blessing of the major banks, but also yep. you know operate independently and and also what we're building has been really easy um, and really resonates with um, prospective employees that want to come in and, and be part of something bigger themselves. And, you know, I, I often relate to, you know, what I call triple impact. Number one is, you know, it's, what we're building is going to touch pretty much the greater the greater part of the Australian population and beyond, as I mentioned globally. Number two, um, you know, we're a fin- purpose-led fintech. So, you know, we're, we're, we're not only doing our bit to save people time and money and unlocking value for commercial value for our partners, but we're also doing our piece for the environment. You know, 20,000 receipts every single day, 20,000 kilometres, I should say, of receipts every day in Australia are printed. And there's just so much mindless waste. So doing our bit for the planet by unlocking this value for our ecosystem is really, really powerful. Uh, and last but not least, you know, given we're still early stage, cust- uh, you know, prospective employees can come in and really have one hand on the rudder and make an impact and make, help us mm. make big decisions on the direction of the company. Yeah. So the value proposition, the value proposition um, is is really strong, and we've been able to, fortunately enough, to to get some top tier talent, and obviously A players attract A players. So that's yeah. been key. Uh, but I would say one last thing. You know, we've been um, you know reassessing how we can help um, our employees after the. The, off the back of COVID and we're sick of talking about COVID, I know, but really, you know, getting them out of that rut and, um, you know, really allowing them to work from anywhere. So obviously flexible working arrangements are key and they've become the norm, particularly in the, the tech sphere, but we have, you know, implemented some new policies such as open place, which allows costs, uh, sorry, allows our employees, which are our internal customers um, to, to really uh, operate and and run um, uh, do their role from anywhere abroad, mm-hmm. as long as you know there's there's certain controls in place to make sure it doesn't impact the, the working hours of other team members and what have you. So open place is a, a, an initiative to help us retain and attract talent. Um, some of the other things, so we have unlimited leave, so that's something that we call open leave um, that we've brought into play as well. Which really, again, we know that it's been a, a big drain the last two or three years, and so you know again promoting um, and enabling and empowering our, our staff members to to take a bit of time off uh, and, you know, extended leave is always open. Again, you know, making sure we have some controls around that to make sure others in the team aren't impacted. But yeah. we definitely, um, you know, we definitely, and one of the things about our business is we, we often work in, in some pretty, some pretty significant spurts, particularly as, you know, we're integrating into tier one banks um, these integrations um, are, are patchy at times. Yeah. So um, there's always, you know, lulls in the business where we, we really do, you know, recommend and, and I suppose entice our, our staff members to, to take some time out mm. to, to get some balance in their lives because, yeah, as I say, it, is, it can be quite patchy at times and using those downtimes to, to recharge yeah. the batteries is it's really important. Um, you, you've also had a kind of, you know, office move as well where you've, you know, move closer to the beach. How's that worked out? Yeah, so that's uh, that's for me personally. So <laughs> I, um, 
I, I love being near the beach. Yeah. We've, we've, uh, you know, for me personally. Well, look, a happy leader makes a happy team, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, I, you know, we, me and my wife, we moved down um, towards the Bondi Tamarama area, which was for us because we, we used to love travelling. It was just a change up from where we were. So mm. we, we've been loving you know the the Bondi to Bronte walks and um, getting in the in the water and getting the salt salt water on the skin. It's just such a um, nourishing way yeah. to start the day. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. And as you say, you know, um, feeding yourself joy and, and nourishing your soul is really important yeah. as you you go into these you know constant battles and headwinds that, that startups inevitably are going to face into and lean into. So, um, but we also um, we also have our um, a new office space that we have in in Darlinghurst, which has been great. And we've just employed a, um, uh, Katie who, uh, she's been, I'll give her a, a shout out cause she's been a phenomenal, um, it brought a phenomenal energy to, to me and the team in making our slip HQ in, in Darlinghurst here, a really fun place to be and some really engaging and fun activities to get the team to come in. We don't mandate team members come in on certain days, but, um, you know, a lot of our team members are coming in, which is great uh, because they want to and they want to feel connected. And, yeah. you know, mental health is 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 an ongoing and uh, issue and challenge for, for many of us. And, uh, you know, we're very wary of that. Yeah. Uh, and so I think one of the key pieces to that is making people, continuing to make people feel like they're connected to a purpose and each other. Mm. Uh, and so we're, we regularly hold um, different events to, to make sure that the team are staying connected in, and uh, getting out of their, their homes and, and enjoying some of the perks of being in an early stage company. Well, Paul, as I mentioned at the beginning, this is the People's Choice Award and it's the one where the fintech community gets to decide the winner. Um, I think, you know, the Past winners have found it really prestigious to, you know, kind of know that the community's out there voting for them. So bearing in mind that, you know, kind of speaking to your, your peer group and the, the kind of community out there, what what are the reasons or some of the reasons why they should consider voting for SLIP? Yeah, thanks, Texter. Uh, look, look, I think it's a simple one from our perspective, which is we can all relate to the pain of paper receipts they absolutely suck, right? There's nothing good that comes out of paper receipts for consumers or for the environment in particular, you know, as I mentioned. And and so I think, you know, affecting this change, not only for our partners, but also I alluded to earlier in the conversation around the impact it has on the environment with, you know, 90% plus of, of receipts being non-recyclable and 20,000 kilometres every single day in Australia alone, Right, every single day, twenty thousand kilometers being printed in wow, paper. It's much. just complete chaos. It's madness. Um, and 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 most of the time, you know, the, the vast majority of the time, these receipts because they only really f- solve or provide one fundamental use as a proof of purchase, mm. they're getting thrown in the bin. So you know, receipts. If you hate them, vote for us. Plastic loyalty cards, if you always forget to take your loyalty card to a merchant and double tap or you just don't like having holding plastic loyalty cards, then, yeah, we're working on that for you as well. So that's the next product, as I alluded to earlier also. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, one of the things I will say is that every vote for us will really count uh, because, you know, by taking out this award, it will help us raise awareness through you know, our retail partners, our banking partners, consumers, um, even our point of sale partners that 
uh, are key technology uh, partners of ours. So it will really help us um, validate for us to the market to, to bring everyone together. It's not an easy job combining the banks and the retailers under one roof, but, um, you know, all of these different awards help us drive that awareness and proves a bit of a, you know, a voice of customer um, is always the loudest as we know and it will help us affect this change together for the, for the greater good of, of Australia and, you know, hopefully one day the the broader awesome. uh, world. Well, Paul, congrats to you and the entire team at Slip on making it to the finals. Massive accomplishment and I wish you all the best on the night. Thanks, Dexter. It's uh, been a pleasure to reconnect with you. The People's Choice Award is brought to you by Tier 1 People, leaders in fintech executive search. We'll help you launch, scale and innovate by finding world-class people.